Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is... The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Ryan Hickey is holding it down for us in New York City. Much love to everybody locked in all over North America, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. Thank you. You at work? Thanks. You on the road? Thank you. Drive safe. You getting that money? Thank you. You're protecting people? Thank you. You're saving people's lives? Thank you. Just appreciate you. A lot of people don't get the recognition. If nobody told you thank you today, I'm thanking you for your public service. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next hour. This show gets started every weeknight, week afternoon. Not week afternoon, just afternoon. How about that? Still getting adjusted to the new time. I start 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. Shout outs to everybody out on the West Coast. People in Pacific time. I was just out in Vegas last week at CES. Just having a good old time. That's what the hell I try to do. Hey, Ryan, you having a good time? How you feel? I'm having a great time. Great time. Yeah, it's nice. I'm sitting here in the studio. I'm watching Philadelphia and uh, Denver, the battle of the MVPs, if I want to call it that. Nikola Jokic in Philadelphia to take on Joel Embiid. And I guess the one thing Joel Embiid is missing is a championship. He needs to show up and do that uh, just so you can get a, a quick glance at what these numbers look like right now as they go head to head. Nikola Jokic has 15 points and 10 rebounds. Joel Embiid has 26 points, eight assists and five rebounds and uh, still a close score. Philadelphia leading 84 to 83. Let's see who walks away with the victory. I think that will determine a whole hell of a lot. We've had a busy night. What else is new? Always pretty busy here on the JR Sport Brief Show. I want to thank, first of all, last hour for joining us from Pittsburgh. He is the beat reporter and writer for The Athletic out of Pittsburgh. Mike DeFabo came through, gave us some insight as to what's going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers. We learned today that Mike Tomlin will be returning for the 2024 season. As of right now, it is the final year on his deal and his contract. We heard yesterday when asked about it, Mike Tomlin just walked away, didn't even entertain uh, the question. And so we will find out, like I guess sooner than later, maybe over the next several months, what's going on with Mike Tomlin and a contract extension. Mike DeFabo feels 
that the Steelers will ultimately offer him one. We have to figure out what happens with the quarterback situation. And then also, there's been a lot of support for Mike Tomlin from his players inside the locker room. But then you have someone like Najee Harris who says that, you know, maybe the team doesn't fall, uh, you know, this doesn't fall on the coach, but maybe the team needs to be a little bit more disciplined. Maybe we need a little bit more discipline in the locker room. And so thank you to everybody who participated in that that commentary. And thank you, Mike DeFabo, uh, for joining us. We talked about Jim Harbaugh having his own interview with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Mike McCarthy is currently still the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. We talked about Nick Sirianni. Man, people are trying to give him the boot as the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, we saw them get smacked last night. 32-9 to nine by Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has been rolling. The Eagles end their season 1-6. And, and Nick Sirianni, I want you to listen to this, he didn't have any answers after the game. You know, Nick Sirianni was basically out there, and they had this man thinking about how the hell they turn things around for next year. You know, what gives me the confidence to think that we can fix it because we believe in ourselves and we and we're we're in these seats at the um, you know at the top of our profession um, because we worked our ass off to get here um, and I, I can promise you this that nobody in that locker room thinks that way even a little bit I don't know in what profession anyone does think that way like and doubts themselves but sure as hell ain't us what a what a world that we live in right it was almost. 12 months ago, 11 months ago, where this was a team on its way to the Super Bowl. And now they're on their way into an offseason where Nick Sirianni, he might have an apple in his mouth. He might be turning around on a steak right now. People are getting ready to fry him and cook him. I think he'll stay. I think he will. I mean, after three seasons, three consecutive playoff appearances, a Super Bowl last year, I think you give him a chance unless things completely went off the rails in a way that we are unaware of inside the locker room. In Tampa Bay? What a way to, to bounce back. Let's who gave a damn? Let's be real. Who gave a damn about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year outside of the people in Tampa? Who gave a damn or had a thought that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would have this type of success? And win a playoff round? Because it's real easy to go Tom Brady gone, don't matter how old or washed up or, you know, how sad he is or not sad about his divorce, how gaunt, how small, how thin. It don't matter. Tom Brady left. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers might as well have been irrelevant. How much attention did they get throughout the course of the year? How much love did they receive throughout the course of the season? The answer is... None. Because it's easy to ignore a squad that is missing one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and picked up, in some cases, someone who a lot of people feel is just a bust. Somebody who didn't get the job done as the number one overall pick, and that happens to be Baker Mayfield. To go from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield sounds like an insult, unless right now... You happen to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Unless you happen to be a squad 
that has advanced in the postseason, escaped the wild card round, is moving on to the divisional round of the playoffs to take on the Lions. Now, I think the Lions will take care of them at home unless Dan Campbell is going to be out there doing more of that Dan Campbell gambling. But the Buccaneers, they end up winning the NFC South. They do. Not absolutely amazing. It's not like they blazed the trail through everybody. The NFC South, one of the worst divisions in football. And, man, I'm just happy that a team won it without having a negative record. But Baker Mayfield? Oh, you got to give him credit for the season that he had. Baker Mayfield was able to wake up this year and play himself into a new contract. Last night, three touchdowns, 337 yards. This year, all season long, connected with Mike Evans, he was seventh in touchdowns with 28 of them. He threw for more than 4,000 yards. You see the talent for Baker Mayfield, and he draws or takes another team to the playoffs, to the postseason. It's crazy to think this man's been in the league for six years, drafted number one overall, 2018, had that big old contract with the Browns, and then even after taking them to the postseason, their first appearance in like 25 years, his thank you is, Deshaun Watson is available. We don't want you. (laughs) What a way to go. And let's be honest. I mean, outside of Deshaun Watson having an affinity for, uh, you know, massages and maybe the wrong places. If he's healthy, he's a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. But Baker Mayfield is actually playing. Baker Mayfield is not busted up. Baker Mayfield is not hurt. 25 to 30 women didn't wake up and say Baker Mayfield did it. Didn't happen that way. And so the Browns are trying to figure out life, even with the success they had, God bless them. They're still trying to hope that Watson regains his form when they traded for him. Guaranteed all his money, by the way. Baker Mayfield is not going to get 200, 230, 250 guaranteed. It's not happening. But Baker Mayfield, after finishing up his contract with the Browns and And going to the Panthers, that disaster, oh my God, both he and Sam Darnold. And then going to the Rams off the street and winning a game, but knowing that this was Matthew Stafford's job, this man signs a contract. And he's getting a pittance at this point, right? About $4 million in salary. We got some of the top QBs in the game. Making 40 and 45, and some of the best of the best of the best are making 50 and 52. Hi, Lamar Jackson, 52 mil. And Baker Mayfield is still proving his key. A number one overall pick who's been on his fourth team by now has to show up and replace, quote unquote, Tom Brady, and he's here in the postseason. And Baker Mayfield is playing for cash. I mean, what does another reclamation project get? How about, yeah, he's not as old as Geno Smith. Geno Smith got like a three-year deal, 75 mil. What is Baker going to get? 25 per, 30 per? He's going to get something because he's appreciated. It's like Baker Mayfield is a reclamation project who said, 
Oh, yeah, I can help out the Browns. Oh, y'all didn't want me. Okay, fine. I can, I can go ahead and end up in Tampa. I can help Tampa Bay, and, and here they are. What a hell of a story it would be, and the cash register is going to continue to go cha-ching if Baker Mayfield can win another playoff round. This is a wild ride for Baker Mayfield. Maybe he's going to get the respect. Maybe he's going to live up to being the number one pick. Nobody will ever wake up and say, oh, my God, he's one of the best of the best of the best. He could do it in pockets. That run where he helped take the Browns to the postseason, he was playing out of his mind. Baker Mayfield, he did say this. Yeah, we had success. Yes, we smacked the Eagles. But guess what? There's still plenty more for us to do. I said immediately after the game, we, we worked extremely hard to get a chance to be in the playoffs. And uh, we just wanted an opportunity. And our guys came out and played really, really well. Special teams, defense. Once again, Chase is a stud. Defense played lights out. Um, yeah, yeah we, we should have had a lot more points on offense. But uh, we did just enough to get the win tonight. And, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're happy. But still got more to go. We we did just enough to win thirty two to nine. Thirty two to we did just enough. <laughs> Eagles just the Eagles didn't want to be there. They quit. They gave up. Tampa Bay won. Even their own head coach, Tampa Bay, Todd Bowles, never someone effusive, never someone you know verbose, never someone to. I don't even want to say crack a smile, act like he has a pulse. I don't know if he'll have one here, but Todd Bowles said, yeah, people haven't expected anything from us all season long, and, and, and we're good being counted out. Listen to what Todd Bowles said. They were ready to play. You know, we, we're not going to go in there trying to play for a tie. We were going for the win. We know we're underdogs. We'll be underdogs next week, too. We understand that. We embrace it. We like it. Uh, them guys come up play after play. We'll enjoy the night. We'll get going tomorrow in Detroit. Oh, yeah, that's the excited version. <laughs> of Todd Bowles. If, could you hear the excitement in his voice? And he's right, yeah. They're, they're going to be underdogs on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. And I think the Lions will win. But whether they win or they lose, especially if Tampa Bay loses, congratulations, Baker Mayfield. This man could have withered. He could have fallen off the vine. He could have been a journeyman. He's been able to pick up the pieces after wanting out from the Browns. And matter of fact, the Browns said, no, thank you to him. We want Deshaun Watson. And after having to go through it with Carolina and basically pick up some Matthew Stafford pieces because Matthew Stafford was gone. Baker Mayfield might have found a home finally in Tampa Bay. Wow. He deserves this credit, even if they lose. Baker Mayfield continued on and said, you know what? This is almost like my career. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what we're going through right now, it's about sticking together and coming out on top. Listen to this. Proud of our guys, proud of everybody in the building to stick together like we did the, the second half of the year and um, to get to this spot, to, to keep fighting, to stick together and don't listen to the outside noise. Just, just trust the people next to you. Oh, he's had to do a lot of that. It's crazy to think about Baker Mayfield as a reclamation, a reclamation project. He's going to be 29 years old in April. Number one overall pick. 
And maybe, just maybe, he's found a home. For a few years, at least. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. Baker Mayfield might have finally found a home. We have an NFL future Hall of Famer. He said, I've had enough of this crap. I'm going home, and I'm going home for good. I'll tell you who it is. We'll get into Draymond. I'm going to talk. Take your calls. We got a lot to do. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we showed some love to Baker Mayfield. Not someone who's typically on the receiving end of love in the NFL, but he should. I mean, he was rejected by the Cleveland Browns. They decided to go for Deshaun Watson. He had to try to go for his shot uh, with the Panthers. We know the Panthers are a disaster. They had both he and Sam Darnold. He picks up some of the slack after Matthew Stafford gets hurt last season. He ends up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after retirement or after the retirement of Tom Brady. And what does he do? He wins a playoff round. He's going to play himself into a new contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And congratulations to Baker Mayfield. What that deal looks like, is he going to get a a three-year deal, 93-year, 100? I'm not too sure. He's going to be sticking around in Tampa Bay. And it doesn't matter whether or not they win or lose this upcoming Sunday as they go up into Detroit to take on the Lions in that divisional round of the postseason. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls momentarily. I do want to mention this. We know that Baker Mayfield is going to get himself a new contract. There's a guy who says, I don't even want to play anymore. He was eliminated last night by these Buccaneers. This happens to be Jason Kelsey, center, former pro bowler, seven-time pro bowler, six-time all-pro. The man won a Super Bowl championship in 2018. He was the star of the show, 
It's Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey is calling it a wrap. I feel like when the Eagles won that championship, he was he was front and center. Like he was the star of the show. He was the star of the parade. And now he's calling it quits. It really feels like even dating back to 2018, it feels like every year after that, he's just he's been ready to retire and ready to quit. Well, after they lost last night to Tampa Bay 32 to nine, we saw the camera follow him to the locker room. He was greeted a big old hug by their general manager, Howie Roseman. And then we got word throughout the night and early this morning that he let his teammates know that he's done for good right now. You know, the Eagles went to the Super Bowl last year. They lost. His brother was on the opposing team. We know Travis Kelsey. We see the mom all over the place. It was the Kelsey Bowl. But Jason is now done for good. It was only about midway through the season that Jason Kelsey sat down and spoke to the NFL Network, and he really said, man, I got to take a look at every opportunity. I got to soak in every experience because it could come to an end at the end of the year. Well, the end of the year is now. It is a lot, and I think the way we've justified it as a family is that, uh, you know, this is going to be over pretty soon here. You know, if it's this year, which it very well could be, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we're ready to go when when football's done um, and that, you know, we're getting all of these different opportunities and things to figure out what it is we want to do in retirement. And um, and then on top of that, uh, just enjoy the last time you have left with the guys you have. I mean, you know, when these opportunities Mm -hmm. come up, you realize that, you know, the closer you are to the end of your career being um, that the opportunities to do these fun and engaging things with fans and, and, and friends is going to be less and less. And um, you, you, I think you realize that and you want to make sure you want to do them that much more uh, because you know, when it's, when it's done, it's, it's not going to be there as much. No, when it's, when it's done, it's done. I think that's one of the reasons we've seen him utilize his, his growing fame, the growing fame of his brother, so they can set themselves up for future opportunities because it is a stark contrast when you step out and you wake up in the morning and you don't go to practice and you don't have to work out. And and I'm sure Jason Kelsey is going to be a whole lot smaller over the next few months when we see him, you know, step outside. You know, his brother had had to answer a question about retirement last week. And he's just like, man, I'm not, not thinking about it now. But of course, yeah, there are plenty of opportunities that have presented itself. All the best to Jason Kelsey. We ain't going here to end to him, especially with his podcast with his brother. His brother will still be in action. We know uh, Kelsey, or or Travis, I should say, and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to be in action on Sunday at 6.30, taking on those Buffalo Bills. So the Kelsey name continues to live on, but we will not see any more of those Kelsey versus Kelsey matchups unless it's on a podcast. And speaking of a podcast, somebody, you know, I guess he's back now. It's Draymond Green. Draymond Green played his first game yesterday, last night, I should say, and the crap Golden State Warriors lost to the Memphis Grizzlies 116-107. to There was no John Morant. He tore his shoulder. 
There's no Desmond Bain. He got an ankle injury. There's never been a Steven Adams, uh, you know, Graham. They, they, they don't have nobody on the team. And they still beat the Warriors. This sucks. They had a guy come off the bench. I've never heard of this man in my life. G.G. Jackson had 23 points, was 5 of 8 from deep. He spoke to TNT and Shaq after the game. He was basically giggling in excitement. He couldn't believe the opportunity that was presented to him, and he did it on his own work. The Golden State Warriors have now reached a point of the season where they're getting beat by no names. Draymond Green did come back off the bench. He gave you an exciting 7.7 rebounds, 4 assists. He knocked down his only three. And after the game, Draymond Green, he did apologize. Well, not again. He did say that, you know, he's not going to change the way he plays. I'm always going to be vocal. I'm never going to stop talking. Uh, I know there's this concern that, oh, he won't talk no more. I, I don't know how to not talk. If I tell myself I'm not going to talk, I'm still going to talk. So I'm always going to talk. Oh, well, at least he's he's referring to speaking and not beating people up. He did admit that the fighting was wrong. He did say that he would try to slow that part down. But, yeah, him talking, I don't I don't expect it. And Gigi Jackson, Draymond even reported this on his own podcast. He said that uh, I guess one of the reasons that he had a battery in his back is that Steph Curry he received or he was disinvited from one of Steph Curry's basketball camps. I guess it ticked him off enough to light him up yesterday. The Golden State Warriors on a clear road to nowhere. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I think we can go to Texas and let's talk to Eric. Hey, Eric, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? Hey, not much, JR. How are you? I'm amazing. What's going on? So I was thinking about this. Uh, I was thinking about with Michael Parsons only having one sack in four playoff games and CeeDee Lamb not getting his first catch till the two-minute warning when they're down 27 points to Dak almost throwing three, but he threw two interceptions. Uh, something's definitely got to change. And if they do make a change, this is what they got to think about. Those three players that I just mentioned, are all coming up for the bag. And we we know one thing about Jerry, what he did with Ezekiel Elliott, he's going to pay these players. So what this new coach is, is like, we don't need no Arthur Smith. We need a coach that's going to be a good developer of young talent because they're not going to be 15 pro bowlers on this roster no more. There's got to be a lot of young faces. What you, what you think about that, Jerry? Yeah, absolutely. And the, here's the thing. that You said it. They're all going to get paid. Like the Dallas Cowboys can't afford to, to, to let their own talent walk out of the door, and the Dallas Cowboys don't. You know, I wouldn't be overly concerned about trying to fit them all into the salary cap because the salary cap continues to grow. I mean, in the case of Dak Prescott, during or in the pandemic, when he signed his, his $40 million deal uh, per year for four years, you know, people looked at it and said, oh, my God, Dak Prescott is getting 40 a year? Well, we got the cream of the crop that are now making 50-plus mil. Uh, is that going to hit that range? Hell no. Not with his playoff record, not what has taken place this past Sunday. Won't happen. But he, he's going to get a raise. 
And the same could be said for for CeeDee Lamb and Micah when they come out of their rookie deals. Uh, Lucky enough for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, neither one of these individuals, I think, unless uh, maybe CD might try to push it, uh, but uh, they're not going to sit at the top of the uh, the rankings when it comes down to a position. There's no way in hell I could see Michael Parsons jumping Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, what have you. Uh, but they, they're going to get paid. And I think when it comes down to the next coach, and thank you so much for calling from Texas, Eric, I think the next coach, it, it's not so much the development of these players. I think it's being a leader. That's it. I, what what development does does C.D. Lamb need? I don't think he needs development. I think you need to have a coach and an offensive coordinator who's gonna, you know, maybe tell Dak that, hey, you know, we we don't need the pass every time. Like every time, like everybody is knows what you're doing. It's orchestrated at this point. And so I don't think it's a matter of talent, and and developing talent. I think it's organizing the talent enough for them to be led. I think that's what they're missing. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, let's go from Texas to Albuquerque. I think we got Wayne on the line. Hey, Wayne, you there? You on CBS Sports Radio. I appreciate taking my call. I want to chime in definitely on the Cowboys thing because just like the whole thing you talk about, Baker Mayfield, we're, we're true fans of the moment, right? Like, get Baker's. Baker's earned a spot. The Cowboys did a horrible game. I agree Mike McCarthy called a bad game, but he called just a bad game. He called a really good season, especially after the 49ers game. I don't think there should be any knee-jerk reactions to, to one way or the other, even with Baker Mayfield or even with Mike McCarthy. I think he, he tried to do something too much. He said Dax said that they're, they're giving him different looks after pre-snap or post-snap, and, and C. Lamb said no, that wasn't the case at all. They just were trying to run it too much. Uh, they were obviously running it when it was, was on first and second down, when there was five guys in the box, and then passing when there was like four guys on defense. Well, well, on line. well, well Wayne, without without breaking down the, the play calls, yeah, right, I, right. I want to address something that, that, that you said that I think is here's the difference between what Baker Mayfield did this season and what he's done throughout his career and then what Mike McCarthy has done more so recently as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I, I can't speak so, for anybody else. With all, with all oh, hold respect, on. May he, I he, he, hold on? My mother, mother. It is your bad. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not looking at Mike McCarthy and what he did this past game or this past season or two weeks ago or three weeks ago or a 16-game home winning. I'm not looking at any of that. I'm looking at the results of what you've gotten over the past few years it's one thing to get punched in the mouth by a powerhouse in the 49ers once. It's another thing to get punched in the mouth by a powerhouse with the 49ers twice. It's another thing to come into this postseason where there is some hope and an expectation that you would move forward and now get punched in the mouth again by a team that's not the 49ers, but a quarterback who hasn't even performed in a game where the spotlight has been this bright. I think a lot of that has to do with the leadership of Mike McCarthy. I mean, if the bar is to go out there and win 12 games, then yes, let's be great and let's feel confident in that. But when there are opportunities to bring in new head coaches, and I'm not to say that you need to do this or do that, but when you got a guy like Mike Vrabel available, who I've never looked at and said, oh my God, 
you know, he has an issue with time clock management. We just saw that a couple of weeks ago with Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I I think it's apparent, you know, that there should be a change because trying to run the same things back over and over again and expecting the same results, that's what you call insanity. Agreed. But what what I'm saying, though, too, is that can he he learn from that as well? Like, I agree that he he called a bad game, and I agree that they had – I don't. I got an answer. I got an answer for you. In the interest of time, can he can he learn and change from that? Yeah, you can. But what what are the odds when you have a head coach? When you have one person who's the leader, who's in charge of an organization, in charge of a team? When you have an owner who's breathing down your neck? When you're supposed to be a leader? It's like I don't want to say a wounded animal. How am I supposed to believe and trust that you're going to be there or protect me when when you failed in the past? I'm supposed to just trust you the next go round because maybe you've learned. It's it's a lot easier said than done. You know, in the case of coaches, that's why they're they're, they're here today and they're gone tomorrow because it's so mm-hmm. easy to lose trust. It's so easy to lose belief. And I think in the case of Mike McCarthy, from a fan base, from his locker room, and from management, come on, you got the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, and thank you so much uh, for calling up. You got the owner of the Cowboys who it seems like, except for now, at every chance and every opportunity that he gets, he goes, Mike McCarthy knows he's not going to be the head coach forever. Well, how come he, Jerry, ain't say that on Sunday? Well, yeah, we got Dan Quinn upstairs. Like, why? He says everything that, except for supporting this dude. And now his ass is, is kind of twisting here in the wind, and he's just letting him twist. Maybe Mike McCarthy will change. Yeah, well, you know, maybe if I run into a, a leopard outside, maybe it won't eat me. Okay, maybe it'll change his mind. Hey, Marco Belletti, what do you think? If I if I see a lion in front of me, do I think he's going to be my friend or am I getting eaten? Um. Wow, That's um. that would be a stupid choice if you think he's going to be your friend. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I would say don't mess with lions. Don't, don't mess with lines. It's as, it's as simple as that. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open if you want to holler at me before I am forced to shut up and roll out. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with a disagreement. Nothing wrong with an opinion or a thought. 
If everybody thought the same, what a crap world this would be. Sometimes you just got to be able to be smart enough, have enough discernment to look at reality. There's a difference. It's the JR Sport Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Before we went to break, you know, I was asked about the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm, I'm shocked. Someone called up, and it felt like they were defending Mike McCarthy. And, you know, we can't be prisoners of the moment. Well, how many more terrible moments do you need as a Dallas Cowboys fan where you just go, hey, in the biggest moments, we don't get the job done? Somebody has to be held accountable, right? Somebody does, don't they? I mean, I, I, I hear social media. The Dallas Cowboys are the most, uh, let's just say, lightning rod of a professional franchise in the NFL. And then even Michael Irvin sat on a balcony and gave his own dissertation as to what took place. And listen to this angry man after the game. You tell me if he thinks Mike McCarthy needs to stay. Every damn where, all across this country, all across the league, they stood up to defend their city and defend their team, except in the city that deserved it the most, except the team that's most recognizable and deserved it the most. What do you do when all you have don't understand what they have? When I got here, I understood the men before me. They built the Dallas Cowboys. They made this America's team. They put a championship on the table before I got here. My job while I was here is to match what they have done to this. They built it. They handed it to me. Put my damn championship on the table. That's all we ask. Put your damn championship on the table, and you couldn't do it. All ass has got to go. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.